What's up, party people, and welcome back to another episode of Upon Further Review, where this week we discuss the classic Casablanca. And definitely go to iTunes and subscribe to our channel, Ozzy Cobb, where we have a whole bunch of shows. We have great shows this week. Besides this one, we also have previously recorded live, where I sit down with Andrea Gabriel. We have This Is Awkward, hosted by my co-producer, Brian Nicholas. Getting Real with Zeke Thomas. This week, Zeke sits down and interviews Philip Wayne. It's a great interview. And Tea Too Many, where Andrew Goldmeyer sits down with Tyler Riggers, and they talk about some funny stuff. So other than that, check us out on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with all the latest pictures and news and all that stuff. For both of those, we are at Prod. And our website, ozzycobb.com. Definitely check that out. And check me out on Twitter and Instagram. My Twitter is at the Noah Kinsey and Instagram is Noah Kinsey. And also on Facebook, check out the improv group that I'm a part of, Vaguely Nefarious. It's pretty amazing. We have a page. So definitely like that and keep up with us. And we'll have a bunch of dates and where we're performing. So in the meantime, enjoy us talking about Casablanca. All right, here we are again to talk about Casablanca. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hello, Noah. Before we get into this classic, has anyone seen any movies since the last time we got together? No, but I have been watching. I I binge-watched all of the... uh, uh, what is it? Unbreakable Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt. Schmidt. Oh, I just started watching that too. That's the, the theme fun. song is stuck in my brain. It's eating it away slowly. <laughs> so genius. Have you guys seen that? They, they make fun of the newsreels when they auto tune the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my great. gosh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's real good. But yeah, I just watched fun. that. And then, uh, what else? Just more ancient aliens. That's all. Ancient and nice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's how I get by every day. Anybody else? Just been catching up on the DVR. Catching up with with what? Girls and also a show called Black Sails. The Stars. Stars, yeah. It's really good. I really want to see that. Is that John Malkovich? Century. No. No, that's the other one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, this is the Michael Bay produced Stars. um, Has an amazing intro. I haven't heard of this. Amazing. Yeah, it's really, really it's good. It's about pirates. Yeah, pirates are cool. It's pirates. Like my hat. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen Spartacus? Is it similar to Spartacus? No. Mm-mm. Okay. It's much better. Oh, so, well, then I'm excited because Spartacus yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. What about yeah. you, Renee? Uh, I catch, I'm catching up on all the Netflix shows when they like a uh, house of cards and, um, sons of anarchy, all those like mm. critically acclaimed shows everyone was talking about and. Catch, I catch, love catch Sons of Anarchy. Things. Oh my gosh. Oh my amazing. gosh. Well, on Game of Thrones too. Like at the end of what I'm up to, I'm just like, what? why are you doing this to my feelings? Like, <laughs> what are you doing to me? So I want to say but, something uh, about Sons of Anarchy real quick. Okay. Don't yeah. spoil that. And there, no, I know. I, I, I stopped watching it after like halfway through the first season because my problem was, is like they were all way too clean to be bikers yeah. and like riding on the road and like the amount of dust and shit that would like their their jackets were spotless <laughs> their hair was like unfurled and like See, mag- they, magnificent it was like they just stepped out of a but they a, fixed that later on. yeah they did fix it but yeah. it was like a huge it was like a huge aesthetic sure. problem with it. i couldn't watch it as entertaining as that show is for me i love the drama it's you know i do get pulled into the characters i i started to realize just how misogynistic and like mm-hmm. like the and the kind of really super racist. I don't mean kind of. They're like yeah, every they yeah. character stereotype is there. The black gangsters, the Mexican race. Like they're so, they're so um, separatist. I don't know how to, mm-hmm. how to word it, but it's just every. But that's kind of the, yeah. the culture, yeah. you know, and it's very, it's their extreme societies. I should, I mean, I don't even know if that's. I don't the, know. When is it supposed to be set? I don't I mean, now, but I mean, a lot of their bylaws go back a long way. Yeah. yeah. And know? they do kind of touch that maybe we should a change lot of history. the laws. And yeah. Stuff, but still, it's just ne- like now, as a working actor and a working producer, I look and I see these typecasts, and it's just, I mean, you're not playing any kind of black person but, on that show unless yeah, you're a yeah. gangster mm, or. I don't you know, know how far you are into it, but it's. I think it, I'm up to five. I'm okay. Up to five. It, 
season. So, so yeah, keep keep watching. Yeah. But but basically, I mean, it's definitely putting the groundwork and laying out the groundwork. And sure, the Irish that they deal with are ridiculously racist and backwards. Like the but see, even that paints some kind of picture that now people feel a certain way about Irish people that I'm sure. That's not a fair depiction have you, ha, of have, what... have you Have you been to Boston? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, St. Patrick's Day last year had a big hubbub mm. about a, a certain sure. issue. Do, do we hear about this? No. They wouldn't allow... Um, it was the gays, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't allow that group to have, like, be part of the parade for oh, St. Patrick's gotcha. Day. <laughs> so, um, yeah. anyway, no, I, well, I, I would argue that they definitely, the, the characters that come into play that have recurring characters, I would say definitely have dimensions and mm-hmm. have different... Of the, course, that's what Like Jimmy Smith comes in and I yeah. think it really definitely yeah, opens up. I love the show. I think it's yeah. great. Uh, it just, I happen to notice some recurring themes. Right. Yeah. You're right, but it does become more and more evolved. That's the good. characters, the... Women start playing. Yes, that. I noticed oh, yeah. that. For, oh, I mean, God. up five seasons, Katie the women are just obvious. So it's yeah. just like yeah. professional wrestling. What are they what saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not. They, so the women actually the women start are wrestling. Called the old exactly. ladies, and mm-hmm. they're like, not allowed. Oh, they're not just say, managers. You know, kind no. of slapped around, and yeah. they're allowed to be. You know, the men are allowed to be unfaithful whenever yeah, they want of course, to. Course, because that's all. them. That's the culture. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Snap into a slim So I um put myself through some punishment last week because okay so i'm huge into comic books and all that stuff so i'm like you know what i probably should see every single movie based on a comic book just to say that i did it Mm because that's what i am so i watched electra (laughs) (laughs) what the what is happening in that movie has anyone seen that it's i feel like they basically took one of those kung fu movies that um have really bad dubbing and they're like sure this is about electra and just is did that it the that Pam way. Anderson one? No, no, no that's Garner, um, right? that's barbed wire. That's barbed wire. That's right. But no, this is the one with Jennifer Garner where it's oh, the okay. spin-off of Daredevil. Gotcha. And it's oh, I mean, it was a mess. <laughs> there it was hilarious. I don't think the parts I was laughing really hard were meant to be funny. Right. Like there's a part where she's basically fighting um um bedsheets. And I'm just like, oh, this is That's amazing. The best kind of funny. I thought I thought you said butt cheeks. <laughs> it took me a second to process. I mean, I'm sure there bed, was some of that. Like she's, Assie McGee. <laughs> <laughs> she's literally the cellulite is engulfing her as she tries to battle her way out of these butt cheeks. That that you saying it was it was unintentionally funny reminds me. Have you guys seen this movie, The Room? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yeah, horrible. Good idea. Oh, wow. Horrible, but you amazing. You've all my friends. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so hi, that, Mark. Uh, or what he says in the room. <laughs> Oh, uh, Danny, what is what's the kid's name? Donnie, did, oh, yeah. Timmy. That? Yeah, that guy's that guy's amazing. You know, I should have had him as for the remake section of this because oh. that would have been incredible. Which yeah, well, we should get started. Yeah, yeah let's let's start this hey. off. So we are talking about the 1942 classic AFI's number three in their top 100, Casablanca, which is about during it was right around was it World War One or two? That's two. right, right during World War Two. Good people who want to escape to in Europe want to escape to America, but obviously you couldn't do it directly. So if you were super rich, you would find a way to get down to Casablanca to travel to Lisbon mm-hmm. and then to America. So this is kind of let me just say that these right off the bat, these were the best dressed wartime refugees I, I have I ever seen. Right? I have a theory on that. But we'll get into <laughs> okay. it. We'll get into it. Yeah, no, let's let's get into oh, okay, first off. Let's go around here and say what you like. Just first thoughts on it. We don't even need to get to the to the gritty details. Like, what did we think overall in the movie? And I will go last. So I'm not hogging this. Uh, well, Craig, I'll start us off. Then um, I didn't love the movie. I thought it was a big, as far as like going from like Citizen Kane and The Godfather, which I think are really, really, really great movies. I think it was a huge drop off. I agree. Um, especially yeah. like, not necessarily in production design, but just using the camera and using the yeah. uh, to tell the story and having uh, more going on. The performances are great. The actors are, uh, I mean, very much just themselves. It feels like so it, nothing feels forced. Um, I like that. There's a very natural thing, even though it is kind of cartoony. The acting style is very, very cartoony. Uh, in certain places, but it's a, you know it's a it's a it's a a story of unrequited love, 
And, uh, you know, it's hard not to kind of like fall into that uh, at least a little bit with the character. So I, I enjoyed the story. It felt like a play. I don't know if it's actually based on a play or not. But... It is, but we'll get into that. Okay. That's exactly how I felt where I'm like, this feels like a stage play. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. So that then, yeah. I, that, then I was right. So that makes sense. And yeah, yeah it just felt like a play. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I feel like it 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 lacked some movie magic that right. I, that I was hoping for. I completely agree with that. That was something that I'm uh, knowing that this was you know on that AFI list that this was supposed to be this miraculous movie. And I've heard from a lot Number of my three. friends that it's their <laughs> yeah. favorite Number movie of all three. time. And I couldn't get over when I was watching it how unimpressed I was. I mean, it was yeah. it's a moving thing. You know, the whole refugee thing. I don't want to take anything away from you. The don't need to. That Actually, with like this. you know, endured the reality of what they're talking about. But as far as the movie itself, the whole I usually I'm pulled away and distracted by the shots because that's what I love doing myself. This time, I actually I couldn't even find anything that distracted me in that good way that mm-hmm. I like to be distracted. Now, I the only thing I could kind of focus on was trying to understand what was happening. I did have a little bit of trouble kind of mm-hmm. following yeah. what yeah. exactly was happening. I agree, Amy. This could have very easily been, um, you know, a a stage play production. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could have just been one set on the stage Mm -hmm. and then just a few plants moved around. Because it kind of was. Because, yeah. You know what? It just wasn't... I tried so hard to love it, but... I did I too. That's why I was. A, that's why I kind yeah. of. I feel like I need to say something of a disclaimer that I just. Yeah. I really felt tried. like I should have loved it, and I tried to. But well, that's I, what our job is yeah. on the show. Is yeah. <laughs> and can I just say I am unbelievably relieved. I was fully prepared oh. to be like the one person on this panel to just. I fought so hard to stay interested in what was happening, mm-hmm. and I just. Yeah. I kept could having to rewind. Not and it I, was. I had to do that a couple times too. Rewind. Same yeah. same way with you, Craig. When I'm watching, I'm like, this freaking feels like a stage play. Yeah. And it's filmed like a stage mm-hmm. play. And I yeah. just, it was not, I cannot believe this is number three after Citizen Kane mm-hmm. and, and The, the Godfather. Godfather. When they're doing all these, you know, um, camera tricks and mm-hmm. all these lighting tricks and everything. Yeah. Literally the shadows, a lot of the shadows in this film were painted. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. They were not real shadows. They were just painted there to be shadows. And to me, I'm like... I've never even heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's some Wes Anderson shit going wow. on yeah. right there. But like, It wasn't a cinematic uh, masterpiece. Was it no. shot beautifully? But what's crazy, and I think for me... Now we can kind of get into it here. I'm so right. glad that you got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, for me, though, I felt... The way they started it kind of kind of set you up to be underwhelmed because the freaking after the voiceover part, this is it's a huge setup with all these extras and mm-hmm. all the stuff outside. Stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, mm-hmm. like my first note is like massive set pieces, loads of extras, like just this massive thing. And then it's all like, and now we're in the club and it's all underwhelming. Like I it, felt it, like it, actually, it just like that never goes away is the amount man. of extras that there. I yeah. did notice that a lot, that there were just a lot of people in the scenes, but it didn't really help me. Mm-hmm. It just kind of felt. Nope. Well, I mean, I feel like they established this really big world and really interesting kind of like black mark, like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, right. overt black market going on in Casablanca. And it's like, and now we're going to, take place it was like literally everything but then like the the contrast of that they're all rich so it's like a rich black market and everyone's fancy and gambling and drinking and trying to sell their diamonds it's the black friday market that's (laughs) so bad wow so no you don't that was bad i appreciate appreciate okay anybody else have some have some thoughts just in general Like, while you're looking at your notes, I'll just say, I thought it was weird as shit, the bartender. La, 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 wink, 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 I love you. I never la, 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 wink, 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 I love exactly. you. It's like, what the fuck, what are yeah. you doing? That didn't make any sense, and it's not like that went anywhere. I felt like maybe that was, I didn't look it up, but I feel like maybe that was a comedy actor of the time. Yeah. Kind of doing his little quirky, like, oh, we'll get him. He'll do something quirky. We'll just give it to him. So I didn't even sure. think about the stage play thing, but I'm glad you guys said that because that's actually, it's very, everything was so character-y. Like that, that guy, mm-hmm. the bartender, even Sam, where I noticed he almost never was without his piano. Every time he mm-hmm. comes on, he pulls down no, the bench. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's just, they're, that's they're his all, place. yeah, characters. Anybody else? Yeah. 
Wow, we are um, super quiet about this. Uh, All right, I'm looking up the name of the play is... Was it the... I think it's Everybody Ever Goes... Come to Rick's or Ever uh, Goes to Rick's? Where is it? Yeah, Everybody Goes to Rick's. Everybody Comes to Rick's is the name of the unproduced play. And what I do think is cool about this film isn't so much the film at all because, like I said, I was very underwhelmed by it and can't believe it's number three. Except for there's so many quotes in this movie that Mm -hmm. still are used now. And I'm starting to see a theme with this list where it's like Mm -hmm. all these movies have so many quotes that are still used today. Yeah. Yeah, um, But. But but what I found really cool is Warner Brothers, who made this, they were the first studio to officially come out against the Nazi party. Mm-hmm. And this is the second film that had anti-Nazi, like overt anti-Nazi okay. sentiments. And I thought that was really neat. And yeah. they kind of rushed to do this because they wanted right. to. I right. mean, that's a risky that's move. Cool. Yeah, you know, because if we Very were all speaking so. German now, they wouldn't be around. But nope. that is something I did like was that I like I was saying earlier about like what the reality that they were trying to talk about was moving where at the end of it, you know, the, the heroicness of of what everyone was trying to get done, getting Laszlo to America for the political purposes mm-hmm. that I feel like that I was rooting for that to happen, right. of course, because we know how it turned out. But back then, they didn't. They there wasn't even that certainty right. that mm-hmm. it was going to go that well, way. It was just so the stakes pretty much were the start higher. of it. Mm-hmm. And all yeah. this stuff happened when they were filming it. Um, Casablanca, the real one, was being invaded. Yeah, and so there was pressure to maybe incorporate that in the film. And they just they I think they reshot some stuff to incorporate that, but then they ended up not keeping it in just because. Uh, one of the producers felt that it w- didn't deserve to be an epilogue. That deserved to be another story. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Might so, true. <laughs> Speaking of producers, I, I, one of the trivia things that made me laugh about this was when Casablanca won one of its Academy Awards, I think it was, how Jack Warner jumped up on stage to accept it mm. before oh. the producer was able to go up and, yeah, and take it. And I was like, wow. Very happy about yeah, that. That's a, that's a low blow, I think. <laughs> So I I also as as much as I liked um Ilsa, I was a little surprised that one of her first lines is calling Sam like, What's that who's that boy over there? And I'm like, Oh my god, that's so racist. Yeah, it is. Because she knew Sam. He's not a little boy for those listeners who mm-hmm. are listening to this podcast. <laughs> I was like, ouch. Yeah. We're supposed to like her. I mean, I back then I know it wasn't a, wasn't a big deal. Still a little bit cringeworthy. Yeah, you know? but now it's like, ugh. Mm-mm. So, and was anyone else confused by the military alliances yes. in this film? Because that was so. super confusing. Very much so. Like I said, I kept having to rewind. I'm like, okay, well, that guy, okay, he's he's French. He's part of the resistance. And then yeah, well, I, I, like, I think it's the thing, though, is that it is still like a, a, things are still being defined. Mm-hmm. And like that's the whole thing, the, the whole trying to pin Nick or Rick down of like what, where he's at, mm-hmm. like what he believes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's sort of like, that's a through line. That's like, you can't, it, it is confusing. Yeah. It actually, but like with the British officer and then yeah. with the German officer, yeah. that well, kind of seemed on the like same They page. didn't give enough depth to, cause we nope. never learn what, what he did. Why yeah. is he stuck there? What is he running from? Yeah. What is, you know, I, I mean, we, it's romantic. It was a very romantic film, but I felt like I didn't know right. if I believed Elsa, if she was telling the truth about everything, and, and I just didn't get Rick. There was yeah. a lot of stuff that was murky that wasn't clearly mm-hmm. defined. Because I didn't really get it. Even at the end, when Rick ends up killing, was it Strauss? Strauss yeah. yeah. Killing Strauss, then the the British officer, who was kind of an antagonist, is like, all right, oh, let's the go. French and then they. Guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, the French dude. It was like, uh, yeah, well, I think that that's it was kind cahoots? of a, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was shutting down the gambling when he was even taking pieces out of it still mm. while yeah. it was going yeah. on. So I, I kind of saw that he and Rick were kind of just going with surviving and opportunity. Yeah, I yeah think a for lot sure. Of the time. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's a matter of survival. Mm-hmm. And with that uncertainty, it's he even like, say he comes out and says, "I'm just a, I'm just a poor corrupt yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> officer." So I mean, it's pretty direct of what he is, and I, I don't. I think you know that he and Rick kind of you know mirror complement each other. Well, that, mm-hmm. that last line, the this is the beginning of beautiful friendship. I yeah. think it was very true that that yeah. was probably the most real relationship was theirs because yeah. I mean they I guess they weren't hiding what their intentions mm-hmm. were. What was your theory about the best trust refugee? Oh yeah, I th- I totally feel like it's purgatory. 
I feel like mm. it's oh, yeah, I like interesting. That. Yeah, because you never know if you're gonna get your passport. No, and so they're just stuck there, and this is sort of like Rick's own private purgatory that he's in Makes sense. and these people Absolutely. come and go because even before it when they're in the when he's waiting in the train yard where they're coming from paris even back when they when they flash back to paris mm-hmm. so the whole color scheme is different it's grays and blacks and a, a lot more natural and then when you get to uh you know rick's place um a cafe americana or whatever it is mm-hmm. you know it's a uh, it's 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 a silky white you know sort mm-hmm. of like afterlife Mm-hmm. sort of thing so I, I maybe he didn't get off of that train that's beautiful i didn't oh mm. wow, that really it's just a theory that's cool though yeah. i like that, that a is lot. i like Very that theory a lot because he I even when when uh, elsa pulls a gun on him and he's like yeah. do it you'd be doing me a favor because it's almost like that limbo yeah. is never ending yeah. eternity so for him at least maybe he thought it would just end and, and all this and everybody's stuck there yeah. everybody's mm-hmm. trying to get out nobody yeah. can nobody can actually leave like even the germans are sort of like well we 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 can't do what we want to do here, but we're we're here anyway. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in a game of tag. This would be like the safe zone, right? Yeah, because like, yeah. pretty much nobody could really do much of anything. Yeah. Well, except for that first guy that gets shot in the back. Yeah, and he's running away. Yeah, true. <laughs> How legal is that? I was yeah. curious. That uh, does that happen? Can you can you do that? I mean, I don't want to. But he had something on him that was basically indicating that he had murdered him. the. No, the, the the one that got shot wasn't. Yeah. Didn't he have that little insignia on him? I think. So. What was his name? Starts with like, U. I forget what his I name was. Ugart something. Oh, yeah, from the, but he's the one that yeah, gave it's the uh, Ugarta. Ugarta. Yeah. 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 And the other thing I was confused about is when the the, the French military guy and Strauss sat down with, with Rick Laszlo. and we're talking about oh. Laszlo, and they're just like, "Oh, it's a problem." It's a problem if he leaves, but if it's a problem if he stays. And at the beginning, I'm like, why didn't, not mm-hmm. to sound super cold, but why didn't they just kill him? If it's a problem to let him go to either Paris or go to America or whatever, I'm like, right. well, we know how to fix this. Exactly. We're yeah, in I mean, the military. Especially because they shot like, that other guy in the back so yeah, fast. Yeah, I don't understand. Did, did anyone get yeah. why they Why was didn't? there so much power in this supper club or whatever? You know, why yeah. was there so much, know. you know? Yeah, everyone has a good why? time. I know. Like, why are we keeping him... Here, when we could, I just felt everything was just murky. Yeah, um, I felt the so. a lot of the motives were not clearly defined. I mean, I get Rick's because it's yeah. it's, it's kind of like that whole like I was young and idealistic, and yeah. now I'm older and I just I don't, I don't have anymore. the energy to give a shit anymore. Yeah. But and even the other reason that I thought it was a stage play before I read that it was well right. unproduced stage play. Um, is the fact that the dialogue was so unnatural. It was so oh, yeah. presentational and so much what you would hear in like a classic play where it's just, it did not, It for me, there was a huge disconnect where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even think back then people talked like this. Kiss me, kiss me like we'll never kiss yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, everything seemed so, I like everyone was a stage actor. And that's how they're yeah. going to, basically there's a bunch, this is like being Nathan Lane. Yeah. Like instead of being John Belkovich, I mean, we're talking like someone who <laughs> over defines and over emotes yeah. outward instead of anything like we're taught to do in film, which is, mm-hmm. you know, speak with your eyes and do all the stuff. And right. so it was just speaking. And it was very stagnant. Felt- all the filming was very stagnant. Well, there's that scene where uh, Rick and Rick finally breaks his precedence by or bre- breaks his rule by having a drink with his customers when it's um, Laszlo and Elsa, mm-hmm. and then he picks up the check to- check too, mm-hmm. and they sit down and they're talking for how like thirty seconds, and then they get up. Well, well, it's late. <laughs> Did yeah. you guys yeah. notice how? Yeah. And to me, that was really funny because they were just talking about that song as time goes by. And I was like, wow. Which, by the way, goes by. If you had, if there was a drinking game. Where every time a version or a variation of that song played in the movie, you would be rushed to the hospital for yeah. alcohol poisoning. Yeah. Well, I Holy think that they were pumped. actually that the composer hated that song yeah. and well, wanted to he, redo he gonna, it. Yeah, he was going to put then, something else in. This is like um, a placeholder and he just yeah. didn't get to well, it. Because it was because Ingrid cut her hair for the movie she was doing mm, after that, right. which was that yep. bell at, for whom the bell tolls. So her hair was yeah, already So if they did the reshoots, then, then or they couldn't do reshoots yeah. because she would look different. But I love that song. I think that song is amazing. I just thought. Was funny. For whom the bell tolls? Metallica. No. <laughs> yes, I love that one. It just really. Fits. I love the song too. And I, when I was looking it up, uh, apparently there's this first verse that's completely.
completely omitted that was actually referring to Albert Einstein's theory of relativity. Oh. So it talks about the fourth dimension and like it's, it's it was really one of the coolest things from watching this Jesus, movie that Casablanca, I learned. Jesus, Casablanca, nerd alert. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I loved about this the most was learning that about the song. Yeah, that's interesting. Can we go to Ilsa for a second? Let's go. Let's you get know, Il. I think that <laughs> I think she was one of the the weakest characters. Agreed. Characters or actors? The character, well, both. Well, both. I mean, perhaps if she had, I don't know, she just did not emote. She did not emote. You know what I mean? She's such a tortured character, but she she was just kind of like, oh, I won't do anything for myself. Everything I do is for the purpose. I'll do it for him or for him. She even has the line where I need you to think for me. Yeah. 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 For all of us. She completely dismisses every personal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm just a woman. I don't know any better. I don't know. Tell me what my convictions are, please. Yeah, exactly. What's important to me? Please, I don't know. You know, she could have been, she could have come out swinging Mm -hmm. on this, in this role, but I don't know. I guess it's a sign of the times, you know, back then it was, you know, all that was going on and. Yeah, I think, I think that's the other thing too, is we've have, I don't know what, like what, 70 years of yeah. separation now. We're looking back, yeah. And so, I mean, even as you were saying, like having Nazis on screen mm-hmm. would have been jarring yeah. Yeah. for an American oh, audience. Yeah. That's yeah. a bold stance. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, just, but like, and terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a real element of fear that's going to be th- like yeah. shot into an audience seeing that. Like Absolutely. for us, that would be, for, like, you know, would be like having ISIS, yeah. you know, running around doing what they do. Or, you know, a certain North Korean dictator being I heard that, depicted I negatively if, <laughs> in a movie. I don't know. I'm just making that up. We would never do that. No. I don't know if it's true, but I heard that the actors that played the Nazis were actual were German refugees. The yeah, Jewish Jews. Germans. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine? Playing that role. Like, yeah. Wow. I can't imagine. And I think Ilsa references the Gestapo. And I was like, wow, they said that word back then, you know, and just... Like I said, I have a lot of appreciation for Warner Brothers to really just take a stand. Because what, I mean, what major studio really takes those types of stands? I guess it's understandable that they would put this as number three. Because, I mean, looking at American history and how, like, patriotic it's Mm -hmm. almost like we need to be to feel good about ourselves as a country. It's like all these... Like after 9-11, how, you know, that was everything about mm-hmm. our society was standing up against it and being strong, being together. So maybe that patriotism that the movie influenced in everybody was something that it was so magical and so powerful that you know, for them. Well, that was it, it's it. also the, the, the main objective of everybody there, except for like basically Rick, is to get to America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even the Nazis talk about it. Like, can you imagine us in New York City? Yeah. You know, and it's sort of like this idea of, I mean, that's, that's, that's scary as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, it's also like for some people, it's a land of, it's, it is still the land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's still like mm-hmm. this, this safe haven, this place of, very much you know, so. So, yeah. And then everybody's just stuck again. We're still in Casablanca hanging out. That's, mm-hmm. that's deep. Um, for me, like, have, you know, being born and raised in the United States and, you know, seeing all the downsides to this country and then seeing a movie where it was all these rich people gambling, all this money, saying, oh, I just want to get to America. And I'm just mm-hmm. thinking, I, I don't know, where you guys look are at right now looks kind of cool. <laughs> Can't be that bad. Um. Yeah. So before we get into our remake mm-hmm. ideas, our pitches, Hopefully. it will be good to note that in early to mid-2000s, Madonna wanted to remake Casablanca, and she pitched to every single studio for her to play Ilsa and Ashton Kutcher to play Rick. And shockingly, every studio passed. But he, he was like 20-something years old, and she was like older. <laughs> she was 75 years old. Yeah, so um, I'm honestly, I mean, like the... the um, That's right. The trivia says she pitched it to every studio, but freaking wouldn't Warner Brothers be the only one who'd be able to make this movie? It's their film. So I'm kind of, I mean, if anything, if she went to Sony, they'd be like, okay, you're pitching us a Warner Brothers film? You know, it's Sony, right? I'm not really sure how that works out. That's a good But pretty sure, I mean, they own the the movie in their library. So I'm a little surprised by that. But I thought that was interesting. Another little trivia is Humphrey Bogart is shorter 
than his romantic interest yeah. in the film. So the reason that his height varied during the film is if he was sitting next to her, he'd be sitting on some cushions mm-hmm. or he'd be wearing lifts in his shoes if he was standing. I thought that was... Well, there's some movie magic. There's some movie magic right Standing there. on a box across from the leading lady. Did they have apple boxes back then? Sure. Yeah. I bet they had soap boxes back then. Yeah. Well, they had soap boxes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. You guys right. ready to pitch your remakes and fight yeah. to the death for mm-hmm. your choices? All right, let's let's go the opposite way, Renee. Let's get started with your list. Well, I'm I excited. I didn't I couldn't think of a director because like what you guys are saying this uh, I I couldn't I didn't know how I felt about the movie enough to think of what style I would even make it cinematically mm-hmm. today. I was struggling with who I thought would make a vision of it modern or whatnot i did have some some actors though so director i'm completely undecided i have no idea so would your pitch for this film would it be relatively loyal to like with your actors were you thinking who would best play the characters as seen in the 1942 film are you going a different way with them i'm kind of uh i don't know i maybe maybe let's let's do this okay (laughs) all right make sure to justify this for rick okay i think george clooney would do a killer job okay uh, part of that is because he he has that kind of charming but wise, um, tormented, dark. He could be dark, um, but I've seen uh, again the, uh, the Descendants. He also has that really heart wrenching. Oh my god, I love that. Movie. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. so I, I think he would do a great job as Rick. For Elsa, is it Ilsa or Elsa? Elsa. I say Ilsa. Ilsa and I. I don't know. Uh, for that girl, I am torn between three women, but I think my top two is Marion. Uh, Marion Cotillard, mm-hmm. or Cotillard, however you say that, uh, and Scarlett Johansson. Um, with Marion, I I don't well, I don't know what ethnicity she is. She's French. French. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I don't know if um, if she can, you know, kind of play. Yeah. What is what is Elsa's ethnicity in French. the movie? She's French. So is that okay. yeah? Okay. So, that so works. There's and there's that. no dying scene, so Marion wouldn't would do fine because <laughs> her dying in The Dark Knight Rises and, was. So sad. I'm like, woman, you have an Oscar. <laughs> like, yeah. have some respect. Anyway, continue. Um, for Laszlo, I think uh, Michael Fassbender would be an interesting choice. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Renault, the the uh, French um, military dude, um, I actually think Brad Pitt would do a really interesting job. I know that he's young and kind of. Sp- I mean, they're not. He's got that kind of a, a little more of a feistiness to him, mm-hmm. but okay. it's also kind of that, you know, you sly dog kind of attitude that I think would would have made that character more interesting and more clear to me that I think the original actor didn't do. Like, we're so confused about what were his motives, mm-hmm. but I feel like Pitt would would commit to, you know, he's just kind of in it for the opportunity, Pitt would but commit. he would have mm-hmm. a very honest relationship through that, mm-hmm. I think, with uh, Rick. So those were my choices. Those are your choices. Nice. Amy? Well, first of all, I have, as director, I thought it would be very interesting to see Casablanca be remade with Paul Thomas Anderson directing. <laughs> because? Well, how do you want the film to be? Does it, well, assuming a remake is not going to be in black and white, right? Mm-hmm. You know? It's I don't know. Just be Nebraska was black and white. I'm just saying. I know. I know. I don't think it needs to be, but right. I mean, it was not like, you know, Citizen Kane, it would have been, you know, black and white because the whole movie was shot to get those shadows yeah. and those reaction yeah. shots and, the, mm-hmm. you know, very dramatic with this one. They were painting shadows and they mm-hmm. just, they couldn't get it. So yeah. just thought that would be really interesting. And for Rick, I think, well, personally, I put that I... Adrian Brody would be a really oh. interesting choice for either Laszlo or Rick. Oh, okay. Well, he's you know he could do the really great accent and well, he's very to be adaptable. From America, and... isn't he? Where is oh, Rick? Rick from? is. Rick is. Rick yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah, and um, I put for for Ilsa was having a hard time thinking who would be wishy washy enough to play her, <laughs> <laughs> who would be tormented enough to be. Ilsa Lund. And I was thinking, well, you know, Amy Adams <laughs> might be really good. Uh, yeah. so, yep. Noah. Yep. There she yep. is. Solidarity. Yep. Um, I just thought, you know, she could do that. She does the torture thing very mm. well. but She I does always look like she needs a hug. A little mm. bit I of like a that. hug, yeah. What's wrong, Amy Adams? 
Sad again? <laughs> sad again, Amy Adams? Especially in Man but, of Steel, I felt that when she was playing oh Lois goodness. Lane. I was just like, wow, are you okay? Uh, like, yeah. What? Do you want to sit down for a second? <laughs> Take a breath. That's how I Take felt when breath. I saw her in Big Eyes. I'm like, oh my God. Somebody yeah. give her a hug. Say cut and give her a freaking hug. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I think, Adrian, I, I think um, that Marianne Coltilde would be a very good choice, though, as well. Can I, how do you say it? Cotilde. 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 I want to get that right. Because I, I hate it when people say my last wrong. My I just say yeah, Talia so. Ghul, but I mean, <laughs> that's how I pronounce it. Or MC. Good old MC. Good old MC. Marion C. <laughs> All right. Oscar award winning. That's your list? It's my Hope list. You're looking over at Craig? Craig? I'm looking at Craig. What you got, boy? All right. So <laughs> I, uh, I thought long and hard about this because I really thought my biggest complaint about the film was the lack of uh cinematic uh like a cinematic fingerprint Mm. and so i kind of racked my brain about like who i really think make great classic movies now and i landed on uh joel and ethan cohen as the directors interesting interesting um because i feel like anything from anything that they've done they've done black and white before and i do see it being in black and white Mm-hmm. Um, they have they have accomplished that before with uh, the James Gandolfini movie. I forget what it's called. The man who wasn't there, whatever it was. Um, so that's who I that's who I want to see direct it. Um, for my Rick, I went uh, with Benicio del Toro. Okay, uh, hmm. <laughs> he just looks like Humphrey Bogart. That's <laughs> 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 really really the, the end of my uh, my criteria for that. I had a hard time with Ilsa. Like, mm. really, really tough time. And I came down to two people. Um, it's like 1A and 1B. Um, and I, I could be talked in or out of either one of these by whomever was going to make this. Um, Kira Knightley and then uh, Anne Hathaway. Okay. Okay. Um, I really like Anne Hathaway, uh, how she looks. I feel like she looks the part. She looks mm-hmm. French. Um and she would do well. Yeah. I, 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 but like there's something about Kira Knightley where she just has like this dough. <laughs> Wispy yeah. look about her. There's some, so I, I could see like positives for both of them. Um, my Laszlo, I went with uh, Paul Bettany. Um, mm. I, I feel like he has a, a certain amount of charisma. He's tall. He's blonde haired, blue eyed. I feel like I, I thought about him in uh, what is it? A Knight's Tale. Um, yeah, and he'd be cheaper to get than Jude Law. Yeah, <laughs> but I, like, I think Paul Bettany's a good actor too. Yeah. I like him a lot. Um, for the captain, for Captain Luis, I went with uh, Christopher Waltz. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. Of okay. Good, good comedic. Wait for for the 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 French, the French captain. One? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, I feel like he can pull it off. He doesn't have. Mm-hmm. To. He could pull anything off. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's just a there's a, a like a, an orneriness to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else do we have? Yeah, oh. that's what I really felt was lacking yeah. in the original actor was just that that exactly what you said. And I think that definitely didn't help trying to figure out what the crap their motivations yeah. were or where they were coming from is because they were not strong choices. Nope. But anyway, sorry. I, for Sam, I went with uh, Don Cheadle because uh, you got to have a good Sam. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like that that character can actually be um, explored more. Yeah, uh, I wanted to see more of Sam. Mm-hmm. He was... Arguably the best actor I love in the him. whole thing. I love yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. I he think did. it's. I think it's a super important role. He's he like actually has a heart and mm-hmm. cares about this guy, and you know where he's. Well, coming he's Rick's from. heart. I yeah. mean, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, and you have uh, so then we have Major Heinrich, right? Is mm-hmm. that Heir- Heirich? Um, I, I went with Fassbender yeah. for that. Yeah. The, the main German, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. the main Nazi. I went with Fassbender, of course. Um, then Ferrari, you know the big. The big guy that's always trying to pull stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I had to cast Gerard Depardieu. Nice. <laughs> He's worth. You wouldn't even have to say awesome. action or cut. No, you, you just be... you just follow him around. Yeah. I kind of am curious <laughs> to see what Paul Giamatti would do with that role. That'd be interesting. Interesting, yeah. Because I don't think he's in enough. I love him as an he's, actor. He's underused, isn't he? he? Is. He's very I under, agree. Under, underused, underestimated. Uh, for my Ugart or Ugarte Ugart. Uh, I went with uh, August Deal, and he's the uh, he, he's only really known from uh, Inglorious Bastards. He's the guy that calls them out when they're in the basement about the the, the fingers. 
he plays the Nazi that he says mm. he, he counts wrong. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I think he's fantastic, and I I want him to be uh, that guy. And then I had to I had to cast the pickpocket because I felt like the pickpocket <laughs> like comes fun. and goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. There wow. we go. There we go. Yeah. Wow, that that well list done. is. Pretty detailed. Yeah, that's that's great. I, I I would like to be there. And can I just say I like your Anne Hathaway. Yeah, um, yeah, me too. Just I cannot believe I'm bringing this movie up twice here, but in The Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> her character is given nothing, like nothing, and she, she actually made something, made out, of something mm-hmm. out of it. I just I felt like she brought way more backstory or story to the character than was given mm-hmm. so i think i think she's pretty great yeah, i think she, i think uh, yeah and she, i think she would actually bring something where yeah, you'd definitely. maybe care one way or another yeah, about her exactly. I, I wanted to cast people that i feel like would pull something mm-hmm. more out of the out of everybody just by their own experience and whatever they've done that's, nice. that's who i got all right so oh, that's fun for mine mm-hmm. um once again i had a really hard time forcing myself to try and give a shit about this movie. So I wanted to go in a completely different direction with okay. the look, with the feel, because I just felt like there was no narrative voice, kind of like what you just said. I feel like there was no, other than saying, like, we don't like Nazis, I felt like that was more Warner Brothers mm-hmm. stance, whereas the film I kind of felt was very yeah, just... It doesn't need to be remade. Whatever. It needs to be made better, in my opinion. Yeah, so, yeah. so I have, as director... Neil Blomkamp. So, you know, he's the director from District 9, mm-hmm. Chappie, and um, what's the one with Matt Damon? Uh, oh, Elysium. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Didn't see that so basically, based on where he sets all of his movies, we have to say that the movie is going to change its name from Casablanca to Johannesburg. <laughs> right. <laughs> basically. Yep. Um, so that's who I have as director. I'm going to kind of jump really quickly because I just want to get out of the way the obvious casting. So for the the French military guy, of course, it's going to be Charles Copley, who's in all of Neil's movies. He in um if you've seen District 9, he's he's the guy that you follow around. Mm-hmm. Um he's in all of his movies. Yeah, he's so good. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I love him. He's really good. But he's in all of his movies, so I'm like, well, that's easy. Um Rick Blaine, I have George Clooney. I do think he pulls off the nonchalant, regal, distinguished element that Bogart did. Um, I think that he was he was like the first one that came into my brain, even before I decided to be totally different and have Neil be the one to direct this. Mm -hmm. It just seems like a perfect fit. So for Ilsa, I have two actresses and it depends on how they decided she's going to be. If Ilsa is going to be relatively the same as you know in in the original movie mm-hmm. and if we want some of more broken i had amy adams mm-hmm. <laughs> however i wanted personally if i were to do this and i'd like to think my buddy neil never met him um would do this is i want someone who could be pretty strong but still yeah. kind of have the, the 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 archetype right of the character so i actually cast kate mckinnon yeah. Oh. I think she would be amazing. Yeah. There are a couple Kates I considered, like Blanchett and Winslet, I yeah. thought about. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I'd pick As them, did but I. they came to mind. Mm-hmm. So for Victor Laszlo, I have James Marsden because he's, I'm so used to him being kind of like a woman's second choice. I love the dude, but come on, like Cyclops, <laughs> yeah. uh, Superman Returns, The Notebook. He's always yeah. the lady's second choice, and that's kind of what La- you know what yeah. Laszlo was. And for the German captain, I have, or I mean, yeah, the, basically the head Nazi. I have Christoph Waltz, mm-hmm. just because I feel like he's Hollywood's go-to for. Oh, you need a German guy? Yeah, exactly. I got the guy for you. And I think that he would, and I'd like to see him kind of go back to that a little bit. Because when he plays other, one of my friends ruined this for me, but when he plays other characters, he has a cadence to the way he speaks English that's Mm -hmm. very much him. Mm -hmm. So in every role, even though he's a great actor, it's like that voice cadence Mm -hmm, and rhythm is still very much him. Which I love, by the way. I wish I I had him on I like it too. Um, but yeah, As so that's Siri voice would be great. So yeah. that that's my remake idea for the film <laughs> Johannesburg. Right, it would be amazing. I hope that every movie we do, we find a role for Amy Adams. I think I that so. would just be the best thing. I, I hope we find Amy <laughs> Adams so we can give her a hug. Yeah, yeah. just be like, thank you for being here. We're here, here for awesome. you, Amy Adams. 
That's what do right. we think of each other's lists? Because I, I mean, I, I like love them. it. I thought it's they fun. were, I thought they were pretty great. I like Absolutely. that we we seem to we do seem to find sev- like of all the actors that are out there and working, we do kind of agree on mm-hmm. almost every time two people at least have the same name mm-hmm. on yeah. their list. So that's pretty cool. True. Did we come up with any life lessons that we learned from this film? Um, Anybody? I learned that they need to be more careful around their alcoholic beverages because <laughs> did you guys notice they were constantly knocking over but a they drink? they didn't break, which was great that they didn't and have to clean up glass. That's yeah. just good chinaware right there. That's good good glassware. That's well, chinaware. I've never known that kind of chinaware. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. Every every episode, I'm going to have Constantly. something that I'm just and like, that's not the up. right. That's <laughs> not the right thing. No, China wear. Oh, it, it sounds like it should be a racist term, but it's not. It's, not. <laughs> it's just no one. It's just me. No one putting words together. Yeah, it's it's a word now. I'm a trailblazer, you guys. Yeah. I I I don't, I don't want to be too critical of the movie. Just. Um, no, let's, knowing let's that it was, it. See, here's it was the, here's only made the thing. in three you months don't and they rushed need it. to be apologizing. I'm not apologizing, okay. but I'm, I'm just saying that, um, I mean, for me, I mean, nowadays we have the equipment to make a movie fast and quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, criticizing it for not being super cinematic, apparently they only made it in three months, which I don't know back then what the usual one was. Like, how long does it usually take to make a movie back yeah. then? But if they were rushed and they were having to paint shadows on the fucking yeah. wall because they couldn't figure out the lighting, <laughs> you know, I, I wonder what were they f- struggling? I heard that the actors hated each other, that the director was awful. And I heard they coined the, the term, uh, was it curtism? Because the guy couldn't figure out his English. And so yeah. anytime he'd mess up mm. speaking, they called it a curtism. So of all the awful shit he probably that said they China were a lot. trying to get like, through. like, what the hell are you talking that about? That they still made a movie <laughs> that has transcended its years, that we can quote, that they, mm-hmm. they, through it all it was romantic and we believe what they were you know, trying to promote. So there are a lot of good things about it. That, uh, But still, I feel it, it did fall short. I don't think it, it should have been number three. No, but. not at all. So Mm-mm. for the life lessons, yeah. it's when we watch the movie and we say, huh, that's a good point. I'm going to take that lesson out into the world. Like the life lesson, <laughs> oh, yeah. so <laughs> the life lesson I learned from this movie is if someone is impartial to an issue and it benefits you, don't rock the boat. Don't do it. Because Rick kept saying, like, I don't have alliances. And he really didn't until mm. they're like, oh, we're shutting down your cafe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, now I'm pissed. It's like, yeah. you know what? Had you not done that or not rocked the boat, things would, you know, mm-hmm. if if it's working out for you, just let it be. So that's what I learned from this. There you go. I totally forgot what my initial point was when I was bringing up the movie thing. But my life lesson was uh, for me, just for my career, because I tend to, I'm very work minded sometimes to a fault, but I, I, was telling myself, well, make sure that you are done with your pre-planning before you go and make a movie <laughs> because I would hate to look back on something and be reminded of, you know, falling short because I rushed through something and wasn't prepared or didn't have the right cast or anything. I, that's what I think suffered was that they didn't they weren't cinematically mindful of the movie and I think that mm-hmm. that really made it suffer. So for myself, my life lesson was just take care and make sure you're prepared. I'm going to piggyback on that because my life lesson is if you go to purgatory, make sure you go to purgatory with a lot of booze. (laughs) Yes. Because you're just going to be hanging out. You might as well be drunk while you're there. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. And Mm -hmm. that's my life lesson. (laughs) Nice. I like how you turned away. I mean, that was your equivalent of dropping the microphone after. (laughs) Boom. Well, I I would have dropped it, but it's on a stand. (laughs) And I guess be weary of women named Ingrid, maybe? Or uh, of, uh, what was her name? Ilsa. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it was Very interesting. Yeah. They might any, break any, your heart, pull a gun on you, and any, run away twice. Any when parting you... thoughts before we're getting to the plugs? I just have to say, I do not feel it stands up today. That's the big, that's the thesis for this whole mm-hmm. podcast. Definitely not. Is, does the film stand up today? I would argue The Godfather certainly does. Mm-hmm. Citizen Kane absolutely mm-hmm. does. And I feel like that, if, I mean, it will never be remade, but it's mm-hmm. kind of has been in different type of 
movies that are biopics. Mm-hmm. Right. Constantly that whole story of, oh. Even like Wolf of Wall Street, I felt was kind of this Wolf weird of Wall Street, mm-hmm. of Get it. On Up, like mm-hmm. all of these where it all comes down to, oh, but when he was a kid, he was happy mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, oh, it's because the loss of innocence is the whole theme with right. that. Whereas this one, I, I just, I don't feel it's timeless. I mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, no, I think it was, I, I think it was a, made for a very specific time mm-hmm. and a very specific audience yeah. and for that generation of people that got to see it when it first came out i think that's why it ranked so very high and it's and it's you know it's it's one of the greatest movie stars at the top of his game too. oh absolutely so there's there's that thing as well that we're forgetting that yeah, like he was he, he's yeah. very iconic yeah so i think there was a lot of things but yeah it doesn't it yeah, and I, I'm pretty open minded about stuff. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Number three. Yeah. No. Oh. All right. So we did it, you guys. That's exciting. Awesome. Do we have plugs, Renee? Do you have any plugs? Um, I guess I do. When I was thinking about the the rushing that they did in three months, I can plug I, uh, Plus Entertainment, the company that I work for, because we make feature films for the TV network Cine Latino. In two weeks, we shoot feature films in two weeks. And then uh, pretty much the year following, they'll air on TV there. So nice. shout out to Plus Entertainment and Cine Latino for creating so many job opportunities for working actors, crew members. It's all non-union work, so of course a lot of people, they can use that to get their hours in so they can go and join the union. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, thank you, Gonzalo for Gonzalo Gonzalez, for creating those opportunities for us, and Pageman Partielli for uh, letting us find the funding for the projects. And yeah, If you're interested in being in one of these movies, we look for any kind of actor, primarily Latino or Latina. You can send your headshots to me at starparkstudios at gmail.com. My name is Renee Michelle Aranda. Perfect. And I am Amy Cordova. You can find me on Twitter at Amy J. Cordova, all one word, all lower caps. And I am taking a little bit of break from working, but I am generally a freelance publicist and I do a lot of work for 20th Century Fox and um, in the international publicity sector. That and is awesome. Yeah, so I'm always looking for little side projects and something to broaden my horizons. Craig? I will be improvising this statement. (laughs) (laughs) This is the third one, and you didn't remember that we do plug? I've not slept well this week. What's your Twitter? What do you got? Craig Ernest. Okay. (laughs) That's enthusiastic. I forgot my Twitter stuff, too, so if you want a second to think, I'll I'll recite mine. I got uh, Instagram and Twitter, same handle. It's uh, at sign R-E-N-M-I-C-A-R-A, the first three letters of my name. Ren Makara. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a concert at the Tower Theater uh, down here in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, the uh, Airborne Toxic event nice. will be will be performing L.A. Zone. It's going to be really exciting. Oh, I'm going to New York, so I won't be here next week. Oh, yeah, I got Yeah, just hang out. You know. oh, nice. All right. Best Fair enough. enough. Best Fair enough. Yeah, I'm going to go dip my foot in that New York water. Ooh. <laughs> all right well <laughs> Noah. on that positive note thanks everybody for joining us this has been an Ozzy Cobb Media production executive producers Noah Kinsey and Brian Nicholas for more information visit ozzycobb.com